Hello, and welcome to this episode of Bridal Beauty Confidence Podcast. Today, I am going to be announcing another incredible mentor for Bridal the Business, which is my mentorship program that is launching in like just a few days. Oh my God, I'm seriously freaking out right now. Ah, this is crazy. Just a few days away. And I I'm doing these podcasts because I just want you guys to get to know the mentors a little bit more on a more personal level. And um, so we have Anna here today. And I think Anna is one of the most uh, exciting mentors I, I have in Bridal the Business because she is a coach in something we all need every day in our lives, let alone in our businesses. So she is going to tell us all about her specialty um, as a mentor in Bridal the Business. So Anna, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Renee. Thank you so much for having me and for including me as one of the amazing mentors in Bridal the Business. And I say amazing. I'm talking about everybody else. Like, I, it's just such an honor for me to be a part of such a great team that you've put together for your community. So my name is Anna Dearman Cornick. And like Renee said, I'm a time management coach and I'm the host of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire women seeking better work, life, and balance. That sounds like gold right there. Like <laughs> I need to know all these things. I mean, through the years, I think I've gotten a little bit better. I mean, you kind of have to get a little bit better with your time management, being a mom, first of all, right? Like just those little spurts of time that you have when the baby's napping or when Oh they my gosh, that's night, the truth. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. But I, I thought it was so important to have someone like you, a part of Bridal the Business, because if you do not have control of your timeline and you know when you're going to be doing things in your business whether that's admin work or creating content or um you know doing things to engage on social media there are you know it's so easy to get just swept away with everyday life and time management is just so essential in order to get things done. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. the queen of multitasking and I kind of <laughs> hate it. I feel like I don't get anything done or I get like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So I've really throughout the years, I've kind of like, okay, I'm going to focus on this one. Uh -huh. thing this is what I'm going to do. And that ties in with time management, right, Anna? So yeah. I want to know what inspired you to become a time management coach? Sure. So there's a saying that goes something along the lines of you study what you need to learn the most. So that, that's such a great question because time management coach, most of the time when I tell people that that's what I do, they're like, what, where does that come from? How do you, how, how do you figure, how did you start doing that? It's not like there's a major in college for becoming a time management coach. So I actually started my career in the mall, in the marble halls of Congress as a scheduler to one of the most in-demand U.S. congressmen of the 2009 House of Representatives. Um, so there I was, first job out of college, living in DC, and I spent about 12, 10 to 12 hours a day, no joke, staring at an Outlook calendar, uh, it, 
dealing with meeting requests and reception invitations and speaking invites and fun fundraiser coordination uh, for the first Vietnamese congressman in United States history. So not only was my boss incredibly in demand by his constituents back in New Orleans, which is the district he represented, um, but also from people all over the country and all over the world because he represented um, the Asian community in such a hugely important historic way. And so not only was I tasked with managing my own time as a young professional, but I had to manage this other crazy schedule as well. So that was really my first introduction, my first like baptism by fire into managing time. Um, and I should also tell you that I grew up in a funeral home family. And so this is where most people are usually like, oh, like in my girl, yeah. you were like, um, <laughs> what was her name? Veda in my girl. And I was like, well, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, my stepdad is a funeral director. Our family business is a funeral home. And, you know, for, for us, typical dinner table conversation centered around who had recently passed away in our community. I grew up in a very small town in North Louisiana called Winfield. It's um, about 3.2 square miles, not a very big place. So everyone knows everyone. And so our dinner table conversation was about whose grandfather had passed away or someone in the area who had passed away suddenly. So Renee, I grew up with a very up close and personal seat at the table of understanding just how precious and fleeting our life is yeah. and that every single minute counts and that if we don't look at our time as being our most important non-renewable resource you can make more money but you can't make more time and you know, having grown up in that environment and then moving into such a role where time plays such an important role, um, I knew that, you know, I wanted to do something to make sure that, you know, people that I know, people that I care about are able to live a life with no regrets. So, you know, fast forward to after leaving Capitol Hill, wanting to come back home to Louisiana because I miss my grandmother, I miss boiled crawfish, you know, I missed so many important parts of Louisiana life and culture. And that started my 10-year career in the 24-7 world of crisis management and governmental relations. And so you name it, during that 10-year span, oil spills, uh, plant explosions, um, droughts, hurricanes, floods, uh, nonprofit embezzlement schemes, universities on the brink of financial collapse, you name it. And I have probably escorted someone down a hidden uh, back elevator and into a back alley in order to avoid TV cameras outside. I kid you not, like that is what my life was like. Your life was a movie. <laughs> it was it was crazy. So I've never actually watched that TV show Scandal, but I've heard people say like, oh, so you're like Olivia Pope. And I was like, I don't know, maybe. I didn't have time for TV. Um, but you can imagine that after a while, the 24-7 always on lifestyle associated with, you know, high stress crisis communications began to take its toll on me. Mm. So after one too many missed baby showers and family dinners, I missed my stepdad's 
70th birthday party because I had a work event that I could not miss. And I, I still regret that. But after missing out on so much and being so stressed out, stressed out and having one too many crying moments in the staircase on the way up to my windowless cube, I had enough. I decided that something had to give. I grew up with this understanding that time was precious. And here I was miserable living this crisis lifestyle. And so right before I got married, two weeks before I got married, I quit my job (laughs) and, and made a promise to myself that I would figure out some way to take, you know, the communication skills that I had and this respect for time um, and turn it into a way to help others, especially women, because we so often take on so much of the emotional labor in our households, right? Our households, our workplaces, we take on so much more emotionally. Um, I promised myself that I would find a way to take my skills to take the gifts and the experience and background that I have and make sure that no other woman finds themselves in that dark hole, that terrible place that I was in. And if they do find themselves there, that I can help them get out of it. And so that's when I set out finding a way, inventing a way to make that happen. And so I became a coach. I decided to focus wholly on helping busy professional women, ambitious women, master time management so that they can stop feeling that overwhelm and really start spending more of their time on what truly matters most, whether that's, you know, growing their business or it's spending time with their family or it's traveling or, you know, that quality time with a significant other, you know, there's so much that's beautiful about life that we might be missing out on because we're so caught up in the overwhelm and the stress and the details that don't matter. So that's, that's a little bit about my journey to where I am now. Oh my God, Anna, you just touched me so much with (laughs) so many things that you said, because, oh my God, there is, it's such a deep rooted why in as to what you do like that is deep that's going back to like your childhood of growing up and you know the family you did and that in the background like that's why you do what you're doing today and it's such a beautiful thing because it's coming from your heart and mm-hmm. I am like gonna cry because I just feel really <laughs> touched that you're you're in this with me because everything I do is from the heart and there's a reason why. And I have some really big whys behind why I want a, you know, bridal stylist to really enjoy their work, enjoy their lives and not feel that like life's too short to be stressed out about. Yeah. Like, right. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) To be doing something that you do not like, like you can have a fulfilling job and enjoy doing it. And guess what? You can pass off the things that you don't like to somebody Mm -hmm. else in your profession. And I wanted to teach people how to do that. Am I still growing and learning that? Yes, of course. But we're all on this journey together. And there are things that I've learned throughout the years where, wow, 
I was unhappy because of this reason. And if Mm -hmm. I can teach others, listen, you don't have to be alone in this process. You can Mm -hmm. reach out and ask for help from people. You can have mentors guide you. So you're not feeling like you're alone or you're, you know, you're not questioning yourself about certain things and decisions that you're making. You'll have the proper guidance and Mm -hmm. you'll have that support and from genuine people who truly care and really want to help you. And oh my God, it hit me so deep when you were talking about, you just want people to know that time is, you know, there is no, you don't know, you don't know when your time is going to come. You don't, you don't know when anyone's time is going to come. And that is like such a powerful thing to remember every single moment, every single morning you wake up, like, no, you know, (laughs) and I don't want to be this morbid, you know, funeral home death girl. I know that sounds like that is not who I am at all, but When, whenever you do think about the reality of that, it makes you hold your kids just a little bit tighter. It makes you think twice about snapping at your husband or your partner. And it just makes you think, okay, if I, if this is, if you're walking out the door right now on the way to work, and this is the last time I see you, what do I want to remember? What do I want you to remember? So I know that's a little bit, it's a little bit deep, but I mean, that, that's it. That, that is that time management is life management. I like to say that time management is heart management because, you know, you can't even begin to start moving things around on your calendar. You can't begin to make a to-do list and prioritize until you get crystal clear on what it is that matters most to you. Mm. Wow. That is like the most powerful thing, right? It's not just, oh, here's my schedule. Yes, I'm going to write it down. But if you're doing- Look at all the things I can do today. Yeah, exactly. And then, oh, only this one thing mattered. Why didn't I just work solely on that? Or, you know, what are all these little little things? And, oh my goodness, yes, we can get so deep into it. But I- (laughs) I just, I know that from experience being a bridal hairstylist, it is such a demanding job. Mm-hmm. It really is. And there is so much um, emotionally you have to give. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Top of the physical, um, you know, being there for your bride, making sure she feels comfortable and making sure she feels secure and yeah. um, having that, those extra conversations with them, you know, via email or calls or, you know, just making sure you, you deliver, you know, emotionally, you right. know, be that positive person, be that exactly person. And you can't do that if the back end of your life or in your business is all crazy with your timing. Like right. you're not going to have the time to work out or you're not going to have the time to eat healthy. Like those two things, if you're not feeling well and you have to go up to work a wedding, are you really going to do your best work? No. If no. you're not going to, you know, pack your, make sure you pack yourself a snack or a water bottle and you're fatigued the whole entire bridal party, you're going to feel like shit. And you're and not- that's going to impact yep. the mood of the entire wedding party. I mean, the, the bridal stylist, I mean, I look back on my wedding day as such a beautiful experience. And so much of that is because the team that I was working with, they made me feel confident 
they made me feel confident because of their confidence. They made me feel like everything was under control because they had everything under control. I didn't even realize that one of the members of the team didn't even show up. I had no idea that they were down a stylist, that they were down an assistant because of the way that they all handled the experience with such poise. And I know that they would not have been able to to do that, they wouldn't have been able to show up in the way that they did and make me feel beautiful on my wedding day had they not had it together on the back end. Yeah. And that's what I try to really convey to bridal stylists is that confidence factor that you're going to have to learn and progress and and, and build in yourself. And that's why, you know, that's why I cultivated bridal beauty confidence, um, a group of stylists that just help lift each other up and, you know, just help each other with anything yeah. with their business and styling. Because really, if you don't have that groundwork first, mm-hmm. I mean, that then you're just not going to be fully confident and then you're not right. gonna be happy doing what you're doing. And if you're not happy doing what you're doing, why are you doing it? So yeah. <laughs> if, if we can tie all these things in together to boost up their confidence, they're going to fully enjoy yeah. every aspect of their work. And time management is one of those things that they have to implement in mm-hmm. order to be happy in their work. So Anna, you are just going to be such gold in this group because I know already people listening right now, they're like, oh, yes, I need this. Oh my gosh. Yes. I need to book vacations for myself or yes, you do or a massage. Like that was my thing. Like I, if I, you know, schedule myself to, you know, travel and, and teach, you know, hair education somewhere. When I got back, I was getting a massage because Mm -hmm. that, that was stressful work. That was a lot of my body to have to travel, to have to be on and teach a class and, and, and be there and, and, it's a lot like yeah. not physically, but emotionally. And pff, that was my thing. I would go yeah. get my massage and, and that would be good. But if you have to, you have to make sure you book that time for yourself. For sure. Absolutely. And if there's, I, I really can't wait to get into the group and to talk with everyone month after month. But one tip that I would love to share that really plays off of what you just said, you know, that you have to take time for yourself you know, there's no, um, there's no question that weekends are work for the bridal stylist industry. I mean, that those are your key work days. They are exhausting. And so my number one tip for anyone listening, if you haven't done this yet, is choose your own weekend. Choose your own weekend. Just go ahead and understand that Saturday is Saturday, sometimes Sunday, sometimes Friday, whatever your schedule is, you know, that's not your, that's not your weekend. That's your work week. And so maybe Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, that's your weekend. And to block those days, to make them sacred and to make them about, about you getting that rest and getting that recharge, just because you have a role, a business that has you busy on everyone else's weekends doesn't mean that you don't get to rest. You have to take the lead. You have to be bold and choose your own weekend. It's like choosing your own adventure, you know, choose your own weekend, make it sacred and stick to it. Amen to that. I absolutely agree. And I agree. And as a stylist, I know why we wouldn't do that. Because we're so passionate about our craft and we're like, ooh, 
I really enjoy doing this and oh, it's more money in my pocket. So who needs to take a day off? And then after the fact, we'll be like, I am so burnt out. Like I don't want to do anything. And so it does come and bite you in the ass. So that is a very, yeah, it does. It does. And you can't, you can't allow your creativity to come out and play unless you rest, rest and downtime and recharge. That's when the creative, that's when your creativity has the opportunity to flourish. That's when you have those crazy ideas and those innovative ideas that can change everything for your business and the way that you style and the way that you interact with your clients. And unless you create that space for that creativity. So, I mean, everybody knows about Hamilton and Lin-Manuel Miranda. He has said that his most creative ideas for songwriting come when he's doodling or playing on the floor with trucks with his, you know, kids, um, it's that downtime. And unless we make that space for that downtime, your business can't thrive. So if you're not doing it for yourself, at least do it for your business. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What you just said right now too, reminded me of something I read in Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. Have you read that? Ooh, no, I haven't. That sounds amazing. Ooh. I'm always looking for book recs. <laughs> oh my God, you have to read it. It is, I'm going to read it again, just because it was so powerful. It was just the power in taking a moment, like yeah. taking those moments, recharging. And then only then do you have clarity in your life and realize what is really important and what needs mm-hmm. to get taken care of. And, um, in, in the book, he just talks about all these different, um, people in our history who used this, the, the, yeah. these philosophies and, um, it's just really interesting. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I will, I will actually, I'm going to have a lot of book recommendations on in bridal, the business as well. Mm. Because I'm just a big bookworm. Mm-hmm. I love to read about anything that has to do with life and business and how my life can be better. So yeah, same. <laughs> those will be in there, but Oh my gosh, Anna, this was just so sweet to have you on here today with your adorable baby <laughs> that is sitting next to you. Does anyone know that her baby's sitting next to her right now? No, because she's been quiet as a mouse. She's oh. made a couple little noises here and there. We, I have one of those little bouncer chairs. And so I've just been steadily bouncing her oh. um, as she's been kind of in and out on the side. So yes, um, Elizabeth, we call her Bitsy, is joining us for this interview she's a little older than two months old so um yes thank you for letting her join us as well I'm sure you guys will probably hear her in the backgrounds of of some of the lives coming up oh I love it it's so great and it's real life everyone has a life and I'm glad that we you can bring her into this right now whatever it's nothing (laughs) you know what I mean like that's it. That's the real deal. My baby girl happens to be napping at the same time. So that just worked out beautifully today, but yep. That's what us mamas got to do. So work-life balance, work-life all over the place. Oh my God. Well, Anna, thank you so much. We cannot wait to have you in Bridal the Business as a mentor. And um, for all of you not following Anna on social, I have put her uh, Instagram in the description of this episode, but Anna, where can they find you on social? 
Awesome. So I like to hang out on Instagram. My handle is at Anna D Cornick. Come hang out. Let's be Instagram friends. Shoot me a DM. Let me know that you listened to this episode. And I would love to invite you to tune into an episode of It's About Time, my podcast all about work, life, and balance. New episodes drop every single Monday featuring either mini lessons for me about a different productivity, time management, work-life balance. Um, technique or an interview with a super successful, ambitious businesswoman or professional finding out how exactly she does all the things that she does. I love peeling back and peeking behind the curtain to find out how real people do life. Yes. Oh my God. That's so interesting. Yes. Go listen up to Anna's podcast. That sounds fantastic. Well, you get back to your baby girl, Anna, and I will see you soon in Bridal the Business. And thank you whoever tuned in today and listened to this episode to get to know Anna a little bit more. We really appreciate it. So until next time, I will see uh, oh, actually, yes, I do have one more mentor to uh, announce. So wait for the next episode. And if you aren't already, go ahead and get on that wait list for Bridal the Business. You can find that on my Instagram and also in the description in this podcast episode. So until next time, bye.